this thing on? Because it's getting ready to be on. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bell Ringer. My name is Greg Pukerke. Your guest name today is Jack Greco, Executive Director of Techstars. We talk about baseball video games. We talk about middle school dances. But most importantly, probably why you're here, is to hear about Techstars and what the what's happening in the entrepreneurial ecosystem in Buffalo, how it's advancing, and what, what role Techstars is playing in that. Thank you guys so much for listening. Really appreciate your time. Great episode. And join one of the events that Jack talks about, and we're going to put some in the link. Thanks, guys. Bye. I want to familiarize the audience with you a little bit. What's your professional background and kind of how you got into this role? Sure. So I am 35. Um, I am originally from Canandaigua. Um, I'm going to give you the whole story. So yeah, ready for start it. to finish. Yeah. Um, originally from Canandaigua, um, my, my father was an entrepreneur. He was an antique dealer. My mother was a loving stay-at-home mom. Um, and kind of everything that's happened in my career has been, I can attribute to kind of one of the two of them and something I picked up from them. Um, went to school and spent about a dozen years of my life uh, right after high school in Rochester. So two degrees from U of R. Uh, they were pretty good at taking money from me, I guess. That's the way to put it. <laughs> um, when I was in grad school, I learned what venture capital was. You know, I, I, I'd been around an entrepreneur my whole life. I wanted to be able to do something impactful kind of in my home. And, and my home is really upstate New York, right? And when I learned what venture capital was, I thought, I want to do it and I want to do it here. I couldn't tell you how many people told you told me, and this is back in '08 that like that just didn't happen. There was hardly any of it, uh, and and they were pretty right. They were pretty correct. Um, but I ended up uh, basically working my way into a position uh, with a local VC called the Trillium Group. So they work with a lot of high tech spinouts from local universities. So I did that for about five years and learned what it was like to jump into all these different businesses that I didn't know anything about and I didn't have any uh, reason to be in them outside of that we were looking at them as potential investments. Um, kind of at that same time, they're like it always happens, it always has to do with a woman. In this case, <laughs> it was my grandmother, um, was uh, lived down in Depew. And this whole time we had thought about doing a new fund. And, uh, you know, my grandfather passed away in 99. And I knew my grandmother was out here. Um, I knew that I had a soft spot for being taken care of. It's probably the Italian in me. Right. Um, and I knew that she was out here by herself. And, and I knew that Buffalo was kind of in the range of what we were looking at. And that when we were talking about a new fund, we were talking about from Buffalo to Syracuse. So I said, well, look, I'll cover Buffalo, right? Um, and that started a long string of kind of the... the the second relationship I had with my grandmother as an adult, as opposed to, you know, a, a kid she was chasing around with a wooden spoon. Um, and it also kind of opened up what Buffalo really was to me, because I always just knew it as kind of Depew and Lancaster, which are great places, but isn't obviously a full embodiment of the city. Right. So as I was working at Trillium, um, you know, I was coming out here and, and there were some individuals, um, Marnie Levine being one of them, um, Zach Snyder over at Agency 15, um, a couple of kind of the people that were trying to turn over and create this understanding locally of what like a startup was and what real, you know, like the difference between innovation, invention, and entrepreneurism and trying to get them all to work together. And they were really some of the seminal players on that. So, you know, by day I was doing a lot of work with Trillium. Um, 
and then getting to know kind of what was going on in Buffalo, um, I started to kind of grow a little bit of love for the city, right? My, my mom grew up here, so it was always in my heart. So I'd been coming up here since a kid. Um, so did that for a while. And then, you know, a- ACV is, is, I think, a reasonably well-documented journey. Um, but, you know, I, I have kind of intentionally always stayed a little bit more in the shadows. Um, and, you know, it, it's just because there's been so much stuff to actually do. Like, this is, like I told you beforehand, like, this is my first podcast. This is the, when I listen to this, it will probably be the second podcast I ever listened to. Mm-hmm. Outside of the one I listened to that you did with Royce Woods before this, <laughs> to know what I was getting into, right? Well, so um, I'm glad to be your first yeah. experience <laughs> in the podcast world, <laughs> setting your expectations nice and low. No, for no, 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 I mean, it's been great. I mean, we're, what, three minutes into it, right? And you let me talk, so... Um, yeah, so so since then, um, I ended up uh, I, I made the decision to walk away from ACV last summer. So it's coming up on about a year ago, um, and uh, by no means was any insult to the company. It was just I was thinking, okay, I'm ready for the next thing, right? Like uh, I like the really challenging part, um, the kind of the high risk, high reward aspect of the business. Um, and so I was thinking about what I was doing. I was helping some local companies. And then there was this chatter in the background from Chris Ively at Techstars. You know, I, I understand now Chris's long game in ultimately trying to get me to do this because it just, it was, they were, um, they were parallel incentives, right? I mean, they, they kind of, the way I felt, my heartstrings ran completely in line with, with some of the things they were pushing. So I took the leap. Um, I tell people I'm a horrible employee. Um, Chris can probably <laughs> comment if that's the case for Techstars or not. Um, but I, I took the leap, and I'm, I'm leading this um, this ecosystem development opportunity in Buffalo, and I couldn't be happier. Yeah, so one thing I want to talk about is Techstars globally, I think, is known more as an accelerator. Yep. Uh, or at least that's, you know, that's the first thing that comes into most people's minds that yep. know about it. That is significantly different than what you guys are doing here with that ecosystem development so can you talk a little bit about the contrast sure absolutely um buffalo is not ready for an accelerator right um and that's my opinion uh, i think other people will share that some some may not um you need to have companies that you need to have a lot of companies right like it's not like oh geez 10 run through an accelerator i think we can find 10 let's do this i mean i'm I'm guessing Buffalo's probably got somewhere between 200 and 250 startups where some, at least one individual has committed to setting up and organizing a company, making some type of financial and a considerable time commitment, and is kind of pledging their efforts in that, in that avenue. Um, the place where these accelerators have kind of worked, you're looking at three to four times that number of startups, you know, in the greater area. So what is this, right? Um, we'll tell you, and, and, and like the, the link of which you could probably click onto this thing or attach to this thing is the readout from Techstars' initial assessment of Buffalo. And they break it down to five categories, right? They break it down to culture. They break it down to talent. They break it down to capital, um, you know, feeders or institutions, and then density. Um, and so I think before any decision on what, what was the best next step for the greater Buffalo area, you know, this assessment was kind of done and looked at. Um, and, and what we realize is there's some areas that we need to focus on, right? S- some of them, there's not a ton that Techstars can do, right? And just to be clear, Techstars is, is performing a three-year contract. This is what they've got right now. 
three-year contract to help build out the entrepreneurial, the, the startup ecosystem in at least the greater Buffalo area. I like to think of it as Western New York, right? Upstate New York, whatever. Concentric rings, you know, it all matters, right? All Around matters. here, yeah. Right, yeah. I, I, I didn't have to I didn't have to climb a concrete wall to get from here to Rochester the other day. <laughs> um, so, 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 so some of the places like density, we can't do, right? Like we're not going to buy a building, you know, um, you know, a 150,000 square foot building and say, this is where all the startups can go, right? We want to encourage that activity. We want to encourage density. Yeah, it, it all comes down to physics, right? Like interactions happen when molecules collide, you know, that, that's, I guess it's chemistry. I guess it's both, right? Um, so what do you do? You get them in a tighter space, more collisions happen. You create these platforms and these opportunities for more speed, like more opportunities for interactions and some of those interactions bind. You know, I, I mean, everything we're, I'm explaining is really complex, right? It's not, you would never try to prognosticate, you know, or, or understand how individual molecules move or, or molecules move. But, you know, sometimes, now I'm going to spill into culture. Culturally, we try to do that. Culturally, we try to say, okay, we're going to force these, you know, this these individual resources or these potential entrepreneurs to, like, focus in this kind of area. And we're going to use our dollar, we're going to use our persuasion to do that. I'm not saying Buffalo is any better or any worse at doing some of those things, but it's present. And so think of this kind of like um, breaking down silos to get more mixing and more interactions to happen, right? Like right. So that the school of medicine mixes with what's going on, on the east side of Buffalo, right? Like right. Niagara Falls and the gaming community in Buffalo have some type of interaction. Like, so... Yeah, so you... you talked a little bit about you know buffalo might not be ready for an accelerator correct and techstars undertook this assessment um a pretty big assessment of the startup Mm -hmm. ecosystem here what makes you know why buffalo for techstars here what what makes what are what are the positives that our region possesses currently that make you know a system like this worthwhile a worthwhile venture sure um this could be a combination between what they've told me and, and what I know. Okay, um, what I know is the local pride and passion here. I mean, you hear about it, right? Um, is is just really high. Um, yeah. You know, I went from somebody that casually followed the Bills, you know, up until my late teenage years, to like a rabid fan that probably rips their shirt off at games, <laughs> right? It, there's something. There, there's a contagious aspect to it. Yeah. Um, so you have that. You have people wanting to build a culture. But people want to do this here. Like, I think that, look, 43 North, who's, who is our, who is our uh, we are the vendor of to them, technically, has been a great partner. Um, there are some resources that are spun up in the area. Some of the work Marnie's done with Launch New York is awesome. So why they will say why Buffalo, you know, Buffalo is willing to support this endeavor. I mean, Techstars is getting paid. This this is not a, you know, this is not a charity. Um, though I did tell them once I had to swallow my words that I would do this for free. <laughs> um, but uh, I think more so, it's that it's got some of the raw ingredients, and they just kind of need to be brought together in a different way. Yeah, I know a lot of Techstars' mission is to get people off of the sidelines and say that everyone has a role to play in the entrepreneurial mm-hmm. ecosystem. Really, even if you think that you don't, 
there is something that you can do. So how are you, how are you getting people off the sidelines? Sure. So um, we are focusing our efforts. So I will say there are two things we're doing, right? Creating open, inclusive environments where random interactions can happen, right? So we uh, resurrected Buffalo Open Coffee Club. First meeting was last Tuesday, like a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we had like 45 or 50 people there. I said the email out like Sunday night. I, was, I could not be happier there were that many people that showed. You start to create events like this that are just mingling events where these passionate people, these people with love, want to show up and they want to interact and collide with people of different ways, shapes, and forms, right? Different walks of life. Because they all got one thing in common. They all are interested and they're motivated and they've got, they got a motor that they can run. Um, we are going to do some more classic programming, right? Like we will be standing up startup weekends. Um, there's going to be a startup week September 16th through the 20th. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we did an open town hall forum where we kind of talked a little bit about the assessment, but a lot about why the city matters to us. You know, the, we are trying to crowdsource what people want and be that lightning rod to generate the kind of speakers and content people want to come here to educate, you know. So when you think about all these different pieces, it's, it's open programming and then it's also, but these aren't things we want to own. Like text again, Texas has a three-year contract. It's like when you shake the, the aerosol can, it's only got so much propellant in it. So what can we get done with, you know, the programming that's around here, the resources? Like yeah. how do we make the current angel group stronger? How do we help put more light on what Marnie's trying to do on Launch New York? How do we tell people there's things going on in on Niagara Falls and Cataragus and Batavia? And how do we let people know it's okay to drive 60 minutes to Rochester to make a pitch and start getting the reciprocal happening also? You know, it's almost like we need to be a thread that laces everything together. And then as a community, we need to give that thread a couple hard tugs to pull everything a little closer. Yeah, and you want to create something that can sustain itself long after that three-year contract, right? Yeah. It's like... uh, it's like when you get a power up in a video game, right? You know, you're not going to have it for other. So go as far as you can with it and be thoughtful and mindful with the fact that everything's got a timer, right? I mean, we're all human. We're all mortal. I mean, uh, but the community's development is going to come from a thousand small, almost invisible movements. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's in those interactions and the communications, right? Like, we have a... Uh, we have a full-time author and resident that we brought on this summer. He's actually an expat. Uh, he'd be considered an expat, Andy Gordon, so shout out to him. Um, he's working on a book right now talking about how kind of these Rust Belt-type cities are engaging and performing in this kind of more 21st century entrepreneurial culture. Well, so that, That's a little bit like when Rise of the Rest came through yes. with, with Steve Case. and Yep, and here he is. He's basically... I'm going to use the word give. I don't know if it was actually giving, but but giving to a community, he probably had never really stepped foot in, right? Mm-hmm. It's can we get enough of those, right? Like that's a nudge up against this big, muddy, sloppy ball that we're trying to get to start rolling. How many other nudges can we make, and can we build momentum to get that thing turning? Well, I think your power-up analogy with the video game is perfect. Yeah. You know, and we just have to find the, uh, the power-up once we have... Bases loaded, and uh, yeah. you know, a guy coming to the plate so you can hit a grand slam. 
Yeah, I, it, it's it's it's. I'm one. a big baseball fan, so I play baseball video games. <laughs> no, no, no. That's I mean, first thing we do do is I mean, so if I'm going to use a baseball analogy, I would say we are above the Mendoza line, but we can get our average up a good amount. Right. So for the baseball geeks out there, they'll know what that means. We always say, yeah. uh, you know, you don't always go for the home run. You got to hit singles and doubles, yeah. small and medium sized companies. Yeah, well, well, which is funny because I'm sitting here representing probably the biggest home run swing that you know <laughs> I will at most a third of the creation of it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, of something like that, but yeah, it's 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 a culmination. It's a cultural thing, right? I mean, yeah. like it, it's funny. Like when I when I hear people talk, the one thing I'm surprised, and I and I think it is truly one of our biggest advantages is love. I mean, like people passionately care about this area. I mean, and I'm not, I'm not just talking about a Bills game on Sunday when guys are going crazy, though it is ten times what you see anywhere else. Um, I'm talking about the, the fire in people's bellies, and we just need to figure out how to get all these different things kind of moving, moving really in harmony. I mean, harmony is the other word. Because really, like, we're trying to do this. It's just, it's like that middle school dance when everybody's dancing for the first time, and looks totally different you know in the mirror in your house than it does when you're doing it with a girl right and so we're we're getting there right we're maturing so so this is a pretty new initiative you guys are just getting into this three-year block um what are you most encouraged by in buffalo and maybe it is acv you know a company that has taken off maybe it's something different but is there something you look at that you say you know, there's a lot of hope here, a lot of potential here. The people, hands down. Um, I don't think it matters what company they're in or, you know, who they have to pledge their allegiance to, you know, on a daily basis. Um, when when I sit out there and, and I'm personally asked, like, can you do me a favor? I'm hardly ever met with a no. And even more surprising than that, because it's easy to glad hand somebody, when somebody says, yeah... They don't just do that favor. Like, they take it another step. They take it another notch. Now, there's a lot of good people everywhere in the world, right? Um, And I'm not saying we're anything special. But I think putting our focus on the individuals, on, like, ACV's got a ton of people. Like, ACV is a good organization because it's got great people. We're not doing anything revolutionary there, right? And I think that's probably true for almost any company, from the ones that are trying to cure cancer Somebody that cared and gave a hoot is the one that ended up, you know, individually or in conjunction with other people solving that, all the way to a service-based business like ACV, you know? I mean, right. Um, it was one of my hardest parts of leaving. I felt like I was, like, moving away from my family, right? Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I still, I, I, I'm always around the area, so, so I don't have an office intentionally. I don't hang my shingle anywhere. But when I run into people, it's like, you know, I'm greeted with hugs and sometimes kisses, right? You know, and, and like, that's what I love. Like, that's why I do this. Right. Um, and I think that's why a lot of people do what they do. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time. Uh, and, Absolutely. And thank you for the role that you play in the startup ecosystem. Before I let you go, we have a few blizzard round questions. Sure. Hard-hitting, journalistic questions. Number cool. one, if you were a flavor of ice cream, what would you be? Pistachio book or tv show that you'd recommend um (laughs) the enneagram okay uh text or phone call i like to talk to people in person bills or sabers bills hiking or skiing skiing that's tough but skiing 
Okay. Last question. Chicken wings, drumstick, or flat? Oh, my God. Uh, if they're hot, I would take either, but I'm a drumstick guy. Okay, me too. Cool. Thanks for your time. Absolutely. Thank you. Bell Ringer is a podcast by Invest Buffalo Niagara, the region's privately funded, nonprofit marketing and economic development organization. Please rate this podcast, follow our social media channels, and read our blog at buffaloniagara.org for the best of Buffalo Niagara. Come grow your business with us.